Welcome back to the Fueled and Well podcast. I'm Brittany, a registered dietitian, and I love helping women ditch dieting for good, tune back into their bodies, and feel confident in the health choices they make. If you're excited about intuitive eating but have no idea where to start, this episode is going to be perfect for you. We'll discuss reasons why intuitive eating can feel overwhelming in the beginning, especially if you've been on and off the dieting roller coaster, and I will share the first three steps I recommend you start ASAP. Let's get started. Okay, so let's get into these top three tips, all of which you can start today if you're ready to explore intuitive eating. First, I want to give you an overview of where we're going, and then we'll break down a little bit more about why behind each of these steps. So step one is eat every three to four hours. Yes, that includes breakfast or something pretty soon after you wake up. Step two is delete MyFitnessPal or Noom or Chronometer or the first form tracking app, wherever you're tracking food, delete it and toss the scale. Step three, formulate your why statement around intuitive eating or taking care of your health, however you're framing this. So that's where we're going in today's episode, but I do want you to stick around because just hearing that one sentence a piece isn't going to be enough. I want you to understand why we're taking action in these specific ways first so that you are bought in and you have some ground under your feet as you start to work on these tips. So let's take it back up to the top. Eating every three to four hours. Not groundbreaking advice. Nothing super catchy that's going to get a whole BuzzFeed article written about it. But it is critical. And here's why. You've heard the phrase before, right, of if you don't use it, you lose it. It's cliche. Sometimes it's misused. But in this case, it is so dang true. So something that I hear from clients almost every time I onboard a new client is, I don't really get that hungry. Or I can't tell that I'm full until like I'm breathing heavy and I'm like uncomfortable and I have to unbutton my jeans, right? There's this disconnect between how we're eating and what we're noticing our body feeling, okay? And that makes it really hard to eat intuitively. That's why a lot of us keep going back to macro counting or meal plans or specific diets because we're just like, I don't know how to feel what my body needs. This external source is probably going to know more than me. I want you to be able to reconnect to your body so that you can say, here's what makes me feel good. Here's what doesn't. I don't need my fitness pal or a nutrition coach on Instagram to tell me what's going to feel good, right? Because Man, that is so empowering when you can get there. So with eating every three to four hours, the goal would be to start within about an hour of waking up, okay? You don't have to be like cooking scrambled eggs before your eyes open, but pretty soon after you wake up, it's time to eat, even if you currently don't feel hungry that early in the morning. Because let's go back to that if you don't use it, you lose it principle that I introduced and then went off on a tangent. If you don't frequently respond to and stimulate 
the hormones that your body makes that tell you, hey, we're hungry or hey, we're full or insert other cues that it gives you too. But right now we're talking about hunger and fullness. If you are frequently either not listening to those or not responding to them when you hear them, your body will make less of those hormones that signal those physical feelings of hunger and fullness. Meaning your body might need some food, but it's like the wires are getting crossed. It's not quite telling you because it used to ask, it used to tell you via a hunger hormone every morning that you were hungry, but you were intermittent fasting. And so you ignored it so many times that the little mechanics that, you know, are behind the scenes were like, we're not going to keep wasting energy to create this hunger hormone every morning if she just keeps ignoring it. If you don't use it, you lose it. Same thing with fullness. If you are not eating mindfully and checking in with how your body feels in terms of fullness during and after a meal, you are very likely to not feel any of those signals until you're a 10 out of 10 full. And that can happen either because you are counting macros and you say, well, I only have X calories for this meal, so this is what I eat. So you don't even consider fullness. You just consider this is what I'm allowed to eat. And then when it's over, I'm done. Or maybe you are restricting so much early in the day that by the time you get home and you're stressed and you're hungry and the pantry's full, you eat four or five different snacks until you feel like you can't breathe a little bit, right? You never checked in with your fullness during that snacking because honestly, your body was just so deprived of food that there wasn't time to be mindful. Do you see how this disconnect can cause a lot of stress and a lot of almost like disconnect between what your body needs and what you're able to give it. So although it's very simple, eating every three to four hours is going to help you stimulate all those systems that need to be running in order to say, hey, I feel my hunger or my fullness or my something in between. And that way we can feel a bit more confident and aligned with how we're eating because we're actually noticing how it makes us feel. Okay. So it's like the first step in reconnecting with your body. It's just Feed it consistently, okay? Meal or snack every three to four hours. Step two, delete my fitness pal or whatever tracking app you're using and throw the scale away. This one, I don't think, if I remember correctly, I don't think I was able to do this one cold turkey. But I also didn't have anyone telling me that it was going to help me. I just was so sick of it and like overwhelmed by it that I would delete it for a couple of days and then re-download it or I'd only log breakfast or whatever. I would highly recommend going full turkey. Or <laughs> I'm sorry, we're back. I said full turkey instead of cold turkey. I would, it's almost Thanksgiving. I would highly recommend going cold turkey on this step, okay? Delete it off your phone. In fact, deactivate the MyFitnessPal account or cancel the Noom subscription. Take it a step further so that when you three days from now is feeling a little bit shitty about body or feeling guilty about something you ate, it's harder to dive back into that old habit of tracking, okay? Get rid of these tools because they are keeping you disconnected from your body. Just like we were talking about in step one, if you're constantly looking for external feedback, validation, or ideas as to what your body needs, it's very unlikely that you are 
connecting to or looking for internal cues, which are way more accurate, okay? Your body knows way more than the little free calculator in MyFitnessPal. I promise you that. So before we jump into step three, I just want to give you a little story, an example, because I think this might help. I remember so clearly when I was tracking my food in my fitness pal, and I feel like I'm shitting on them, which like, yeah, but also I know there's a lot of other tracking apps out there. Insert whichever one you're using. I would frequently end up with one of two issues near the end of my day. I would either eat dinner and like an hour later be friggin' starving, but have quote unquote, no calories left for the day. And so I would sit there and I would try to distract myself or I'd go to bed early or I'd fill up on water. You've probably done some of these things before, right? And I was essentially ignoring a physical sign, a waving red flag from my body that was like, yo, we need more food than this. And I would ignore it. And I would try my best not to give into that hunger, which what the hell was I doing? It's okay if you're there. I'm not saying what the hell are you doing. I'm just thinking about myself because now I know better. So I can do better for my body. And then on the flip side, the other problem I would often have is I would eat dinner and I would feel so satisfied. I'd feel like, oh, okay, I'm good. I'm not hungry. And maybe I had plans to go to bed early because I had an 8 a.m. class the next day or I was, you know, going to go to the gym at five in the morning. So I needed to go to bed early. And yet I would check my fitness pal and I'd have like three or 400 calories left. Spoiler alert, they were almost always protein calories because holy shit, the goals they give you on there. And I would, despite not being hungry at all, just whip up some weird ass concoction that was like not even remotely tasty. It was just like going to fit my macros so that I could say I hit them for the day. Another example of me getting a signal from my body. Hey, Brittany, we're not hungry. You're cool if you want to just have a cup of tea and go to bed. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. This free app knows better than you. Sorry. I know you've kept me alive for the last 23 years, but I'm going to trust this free app who I told my height, weight, and my goal. And I would eat in the absence of being hungry, which is not automatically a moral failing on me, but it clearly wasn't me listening to my body. And then I wondered, I wonder why I can't feel like a normal human without putting what I eat into the sap. So again, turning to those external pieces of feedback instead of internal pieces, it just drives a bigger and bigger wedge between you and your ability to feel what your body is telling you. And that is what makes intuitive eating really hard at the beginning. But I got you. So steps one and two are done. Step three. Formulate your why statement. I know this one sounds a little like, oh, that's cute. That's the step I'm going to skip. Please don't skip it. Even if you only spend five minutes on it at some point today, please don't skip it because intuitive eating is a really, really empowering and confidence building, beautiful way to approach your nutrition in the long term. But in the first month or so, it's going to be hard. It's going to feel different. It's going to feel counterintuitive. It's going to feel like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing or should I even be doing it this way? So many people are saying it's wrong. And without some sort of why to ground you, 
it's very likely that you are going to go back to that comfy, familiar, albeit maybe unproductive or harmful routine of dieting again. And here's the thing. Listen to me when I say this, please. It is okay if it takes you some attempts. If you don't start intuitive eating today and never look back, it's okay if you flip-flop for a little bit because you've trained yourself to diet and restrict for a really long time. It's okay. Permission to operate on your own timetable with this. There's no judgment here. However, formulating your why is going to speed up this process for you because you will have less of those setbacks because you'll be grounded in why you are doing this. So for me, my big why when I started was I had just started dating this guy who I'm now married to. And I had just gotten into a program where I was going to be in the home stretch of getting my RD credential. So I'd already gotten through all the courses, but I had to do a year of clinical. And I was spending hours a day tracking macros, trying to come up with foods that weren't fucking boring, pardon my French, whatever. I was spending so much of my time and emotional bandwidth on literally like curating my macros. I didn't have time for this. I was about to be in a really busy program and a brand new long distance relationship and working a job on top of that just to stay afloat because you don't get paid for your clinicals. In fact, you pay for them. Wow. And my why genuinely was, I do not have time for this anymore or it is going to distract or cause me to fail at something that's important to me. And anytime I was tempted, I went back to that. I was like, yeah, Brittany, you can, I mean, you can fucking try it again if you want to, but you know you don't have time for this and it's not worth your time, right? That was so much more powerful than saying, well, I've heard that most diets fail and that intuitive eating will be better for my mental health. While beautiful, that wasn't going to give me the kick in the pants I needed on the days where I was feeling uncomfortable in my body and wanted to re-download my fitness pal. So I would love, even if you only take five minutes, figure out what your why is. It will ground you. It is so important in this process. You can do it without it, but it's going to feel so much harder, okay? Just to recap, eat every three to four hours, including breakfast. Delete those bullshit tracking apps and toss your scale in the trash and formulate your why. If you do nothing but these three things over the next month, I guarantee you that you will make progress in how you think and feel about food, even if you do nothing else. So start that stuff today or maybe tomorrow or maybe you block out an hour on Saturday to think about all of this. But please start with these steps. Don't get swallowed up by all the tips online. There's too many places to start, but I guarantee you starting here is going to provide you with traction. All right, that wraps up today's episode. If you liked this episode, my free three-part video training all on how to overcome food stress and ditch dieting for good is probably going to be right up your alley. So sign up for that free training at the link in the show notes. And be sure to subscribe if you haven't yet. Thanks for being here and I will see you next week.